What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today, we have... Lauren Riamaki. And... Jeremy Lewis. Yes. And this is a fun, fun... We had fun doing this one. We did. Uh, word of caution. We were yes. a little more PG-13 than yes. we usually yes. are. That's something I love about this podcast, though, is we truly allow our guests to be them. We don't censor them. We don't edit them. They get to be them. That's right. And... This couple is fun, and we talk about all about, we talk about all about, we talk all about, blah, blah. we talk all <laughs> about dating. So for all of you out there who are dating, who are single, this episode is for you. We talk about uh, dating apps, dating app strategies. Yes. We talk about one liners or like pickup lines. And we talk about how I have no game, but yes. the game that I do think works and what that is. Yes. We talk uh, about like the strategies behind trying to find your person. And then once you do find a person, how that dating dynamic works. Yeah. And one thing that Jeremy and I actually kind of discussed, and I thought it was interesting was dating someone who's in the limelight. Yes. Uh, me dating you. And then Jeremy dating Lauren, who, Lauren is known as Lord DIY on the yes. internet, uh, has a massive following. She's a boss. You've almost, I think, statistically have seen one of her videos. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> just how it breaks down. Yeah. Um, but we on this podcast and uh if you enjoyed this conversation then go check out more of jeremy and lauren they just launched a podcast called wild till nine it is wild it's uh maybe it's like the edgier version of our podcast yeah, it is for sure in a lot of ways but it's fun you check just, it out if you just look at the titles of their shows You'll you can understand. understand that but um we're grateful Jeremy and Lauren joined us. If you want to find out more about them and what they're up to, we'll link their information in the show notes down below. And before we get started, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, hope you're having a fantastic December so far. Hope you're gearing up for the holidays. And uh, let's just go ahead and jump into this one with Lauren and Jeremy. Okay, here we go. Rough start, guys. No, on us, on us. Uh, Jeremy and what? Go ahead. No, I you freaking. I was say it's great to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy and Lauren, thanks for taking the time. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Nice to meet you both too. We are so scared, <laughs> nervous. Wait, how anxious. many interviews have you done together? How many? How many episodes? Like interviews, have you done together? Where you are oh. interviewing people, but you're being interviewed. Mm, less than five, I'd say. Yeah, but that's not why we're nervous. Why are you nervous? Okay. There's an imaginary swear jar right here. Oh my God. Right here. <laughs> and she should have brought her it's ones. Me. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep it tally, I thing. promise. I, I will say I, it's funny. I, your team sent over, you know, yeah. some background on both of you and, and about the podcast. And I think they said... Uh, some of the <laughs> some of the subject matter may not be fit for Sean and Andrew's podcast. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, we're I guess we're kind of PG, but no, we we would love we would love to get the full Jeremy yes. and Lauren personality. Don't no. censor yourself. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're gonna tailor for your audience. We're gonna we're gonna do well. We're, we're gonna, gonna do our best. Keep yeah. We'll try our best. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. The imaginary swear jar is is definitely there, and we're gonna be on our best behavior. Well, okay. All right. That being well, best said. Behavior. <laughs> that being said, first topic of discussion, I want to hear initial thoughts. It's going to be word association. I'm going to say something. You say your first reaction. Ooh, okay. Ooh, when fun. I say butt plug Thursday, you say. 
I, <laughs> demonetized. Demonetized is what I think of. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, okay, when I say when I say sex with friends' exes, you say. All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept them really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. You, you want to take this one? <laughs> uh, lessons learned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. These are... Uh, I, I think we continue this throughout the episode. Yes. I'm just going to continue randomly throw just, out just podcast throw episodes in. Oh my God. Yeah. in case there's ever a lull. But uh, <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you too. Um, we're excited to have you on. We're excited that you're now in the podcast realm. Yes. Launched Wild Till 9. I would actually love if you guys just start off talking about the show. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm an internet person. Um, an internet <laughs> a, person. An internet person originally. Um, and so I was doing DIY stuff forever on YouTube and still am. But uh, I've been on YouTube for nine years. And so we launched this project together uh, 16 episodes ago. So it, it's fairly new. Wow. And it's just been so fun kind of like joining. I feel like we're like a little late to the podcast um, timeline. And or or right on time. I don't know. Right on time, maybe. I think right I on think time. Right on time. Right on time. Yeah. Anyways, it's just been so like so fun to have like longer form conversations and talk about things like butt plug Thursday that I wouldn't <laughs> typically be able to talk about on YouTube. Uh, I mean, very true. Very here, true. Here's a funny thing with podcasts in general. It's like we're it's just radio. Like everybody's late to the. If you started yeah. a podcast, you're late to the game because radio started. However, nineteen freaking. I actually don't know the date. When yeah, radio started, it's a full but, circle world where yeah. everyone started on radio, went to YouTube and digital, and now they're coming back to podcasts, which is radio. So we'll revisit some more details of the show, but we always like to start off. Just tell us how you two met. 
Sure. Oh, you have to say it from your perspective. No, no, no. My, I, I am not a very good storyteller. I have trouble finding like the key points of a story, and it, it it'll be too long. The key points of how we met. Go ahead. I feel you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the spark notes. Uh, let's see, twenty seventeen. Uh. Yeah. And the reason it's uh, shaky is because we initially met. She had just re- um, well released. She had just finished a. Musical parody, would you call it? Oh, yeah, pa- like parody. I don't know if you remember, like, the Roast Yourself raps that were popular on YouTube, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. three or four years ago. Yeah. Yes. So she had just finished a, a, a masterpiece. A banger. And, and I worked <laughs> at a company that was basically specializing in music distribution, specifically for independent artists. And I am an artist, obviously. <laughs> and her management company was a client of ours. And so we basically distributed this track, and because... Lauren does have a you know a massive audience. It did blow up and it was huge. So there was a bit of personal attention in terms of me on a call with her and her assistant, the one that just walked in here. And so it was like a very casual thing. I was engaged at the time. Engaged. Um, and she had a boyfriend, and this was years and years ago. And I mean, distributed song went out fine. Thought nothing more of it. And then fast forward a couple years later, I'm no longer engaged. She was single as of like ten minutes before, and I saw her on. Uh, you know what Raya is? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yes. First of all, congrats yeah. on being celebs, both of you. Congrats. <laughs> nice. I'm getting verified. Casual flex app. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. of course, I got on it because I knew one of the guys that coded it. She got uh, on it because she's supposed to be on it, right? And so I <laughs> yeah. saw her on Raya. But the, the number one rule of Raya, you don't actually meet anybody on Raya. So, of course, I, I basically saw that she was single. And so I went over to Instagram, did a couple swipes up, and I go, ah. There's a dog here. We'll DM her about the dog. Oh and, my gosh. Wow. And guess what she writes back? No, 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 no. Nothing. No. Oh. <laughs> she writes nothing back. Uh. She writes nothing back. And so nothing goes by. Two weeks later, whatever, I get a notification from Hinge. Hey, friend. And she says some one of the most lame first line things I'd ever seen, but says hi to me on Hinge. And <laughs> I proceeded to ask her out and Within seconds, I feel like you guys week. were like cyber stalking yeah, hold each on. other Can we just around address? every social app. <laughs> Literally, what are we doing here? Were they like? <laughs> I'm curious because we met way too early before any of this happened. So we I don't met even via know Twitter. Twitter was how I slid in the yeah. DMs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which makes us oh. actually sound really old, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and this is before curious. fleets. Were like, what? This is. Before fleets? Pre-fleet. Uh, th- yes. Oh, Wait, what's fleet? Oh, come on, boomers. Come on, you're our age. You <laughs> no, these things. I don't even know <laughs> what this is. Fleet? It's a temporary story that Twitter it's, released yesterday. It's Big- stories on Instagram, oh. but on Twitter. Yeah. The fleet. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. I did not know about this. There's a DM too list many forever. to keep up with. Too many. There's way too many to keep up with, 100%. But I'm curious. Back when you guys like were cyber-stalking each other, were you... Was like... Instagram considered more aggressive than Raya or vice versa? Was there like a, a strategic play as to which social platform you talk to each other on? Definitely. 
Definitely. And, <laughs> and specifically because Raya in particular is just a cesspool for, you want to be seen on Raya? I don't think anyone, maybe there are happy marriages that have happened because of Raya. I don't know anyone that's gone on an actual date from Raya. Like I genuinely, no, I, I don't, like, I have so many friends on Raya and no one that's ever actually like met with someone. It's a very, and not to mention the level of like security is a big risk because it shows when you're at, like if you're at Soho House, it will show you that you're literally there whether you're matched with someone or not. Anyway, long story hey, short. You said your you body coded it. So let's, let's <laughs> yeah. not go. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he, <laughs> he uh, Instagram was perfect because I don't post a ton, but there's mm. enough information about me on Instagram to show that I am single mm-hmm. since I wasn't the last time we saw each other. Uh, I like dogs. She's got a dog. And it just seemed like a more of like a, a casual way to say hi. So but you strategically was- decided the DM situation would work on Instagram because that's the the visual you wanted to give her. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That right. is strategic. I don't even think right. I thought about it that deep. So, but the problem was is that because we weren't following each other, it went to like the general yeah. inbox. Yeah. And so when he says that I responded with nothing, that makes it seem like that was a conscious choice. I just never saw the DM in my defense. Like it, there was nothing shady or salty going on. Okay, but two years I later, just never saw two it. years later, <laughs> I see how she scours her generals to see if there's anything of interest <laughs> to, to respond back to. And so I must've been so far down the priority list that she got that, nah, uh, I'm all right. She's like, meh. Wait, 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 wait. I have to ask, what was the lame line she led with, though? Oh, it was, it was literally, okay, so. A friend. (laughs) I'm not friend. I had been single for like six seconds and I hadn't been single in so long and I was just getting back into the dating game. I have no game. Like, I want to be very clear and forward about that. I have zero. I'll pull it up flirtatious abilities in any form. And I was kind of like going for people that I had a connection with or had previously known. Like I was looking for familiar faces on Hinge. And so when I saw Jeremy, I was like, oh, that's the, that's the music guy. Wasn't he engaged? Did a deep dive and some stalking, some light stalking. And then slid in with the very romantic and flirtatious. I need to get a little more specific here. So we did a deep dive on all platforms. (laughs) <laughs> oh so, yeah oh i can find anything on the internet give me like a first and last name the question being why hinge um i feel like hinge and i feel like they should be paying us by like how how <laughs> yeah. nice we are to their app because we always speak so highly of it but i feel like hinge just like has a higher quality dating pool because it's more effort to make the profile. Like with okay. Tinder, you could upload one photo and no biography where Hinge, <laughs> you had to you had to have, I think five photos and answer three questions or else okay. you couldn't have a profile. So mm. higher quality. Well, it's not just the profile itself. The way that you reach out, you're able to either just say that you like something or within the profile. A you professional, can choose a, sp- a dating app professional right here. <laughs> <laughs> Classes in session. You can actually pick which profile picture you liked and comment on it within your first outreach. Like for hers, like she went to like one of my profile, like the pictures and stuff was like, oh my God, hey friend kind of thing. As opposed to just saying approve. Right, right. Instead of just being like, just this binary. person There's layers okay. to this onion. Did you find the, did you find the message? Did you, or did I, you give up? But I, I will find it. No worries. Okay. No, it's okay. So, we can just leave that. We no, can leave that no, in no, the no, past. I'll find it. So Lauren, you- here's the deal. I, I feel like, there's a lot of parallels between our stories here. I uh, I also reached out to Sean via social media and gave the weakest. I have zero game. Like my game is like, oh, you know, this guy's game is so bad. It's cute. Right. 
that that's game though. I would say that's game. No, your game is that you were playing college football and headed to the NFL. You don't need game. That's true. Well, speak, speaking of cyber stalking, Jeremy, uh, a couple of things. First of all, your Insta game is weak for sure. <laughs> Second of all, I saw via LinkedIn, which I which I found you on. You're a UK grad, so I don't know how much you know about college football in the first well, I know place. Vanderbilt's not going to win this year. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. no, UK will win. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, dog. Okay. All right. All right. You all right. said that up yourself. I did, and then he blasted me. Yeah, but what hell of a place to get an MBA? Thank. Yeah. That's not easy. That's not easy. This guy, this guy knows how to cyber stalk. <laughs> I'm freaked out. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm almost crying. Um, but you okay. <laughs> was there, how soon after, did you guys share, like on your first day, are you dishing out all the, uh, like the, the baggage of previous relationships and stuff? Like how quickly do you move? Lauren, I know like your reason, based off your recent video of uh, truth or, sh or truth or drink, uh -huh. I could see maybe wow. that lending itself to opening up more, but I'm not sure <laughs> on a personal level how that he works. Research. He research. Did you hear this? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, I will say that we had each other's locations by the second date. <laughs> what do you mean by location? Wait, like you shared, <laughs> you had constant shared location? <laughs> you're freaking lying. Is that no what you're way. saying? That's literally what we're saying. So, so yeah. So like, I don't know if you guys use find my friends. Um, yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. So find friends. So Jeremy had accidentally Ubered to like the wrong, um, the wrong intersection that was like near my neighborhood, but not quite. So he shared his location for me to come get him. Um, cause he was like at the wrong end of the street. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, like no worries. And then he never unshared it after that date. And so me being like, well, I'll, I guess I'll just keep it. <laughs> and so we, obviously we started dating eventually, but second date moving forward, we had each other's locations. Here's the question though. How frequently did you check that? <laughs> More this is that. not okay. This is not good. By oh, me. I'm telling you right now. Worries, and I check it all the time. Okay. She, she has it, Honestly? I mean, remember like the MySpace top eight? <laughs> She's got a MySpace top 16 at least of oh, her yeah. friends' locations yeah, yeah, yeah. at so, all times. Honestly, find friends is kind of like an extra social media for me. Like I'm just, and, and you know, like post-COVID. security nightmare. Post-COVID, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, no one's anywhere, but I'm always like, oh, like who's hanging out? Where is everyone in LA right now? <laughs> it's like an extra social media for me. So I, I will say that like. We have our own personal like tracker for who's been with who. See if there's any type of contagious <laughs> kind of behavior. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So the sharing, oh. the sharing to answer your question, um, I think in all respects, sharing happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, we did go pretty zero to a hundred and yeah, but also on our first date, Jeremy comes in hot being like asking just like these deep philosophical questions that you're just like, Oh my God, like I am in a pop quiz right now. Well, I feel like I sometimes on my first date, actually my first probably three or four dates, Jamie's I'm still on a lot of first dates. Also, um, we can, feel free to we dive we into just, that later just, on and interrogate. Scoot right around that one. Um, I feel like in my first few dates, I'm still more like on like business sales mode. So I'm just like, I'm just, I'm peeling back layers of the onion here and like asking questions that like of you or me, me, you, I feel like I was like very much like asking questions that you don't necessarily hear on first dates. And yeah. you're also an open book when asked Oh yeah. You're not a very yeah. secretive person, but I feel like no. I asked questions you weren't used to hearing. So we kind of like dove in pretty quickly. For Hear sure. me. Give me two questions that should never be asked on a first date. Uh, 
Oh God. Well, Jeremy oh. had a girl show up to a first date with a checklist. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. She had a checklist. No she wonder checklist. we girls get such a bad rap. Are you kidding? I know. I know. Like for the but, female gender, like but there's I a difference between like having like a checklist and having a a yeah. checklist. Okay, so what are your thoughts on like I mean I mean she prepared and had a, a, a just and you could tell it was very much we got to hit certain things and if not it was nice to see you I have another day today <laughs> I need this I would have ran the other direction yeah if I, she um, brought that I out I'd be like you should leave <laughs> right I try and steer clear uh, at least for me anyway I try and steer clear of asking about the other person's last relationship until they bring it up which mm. seems like counterintuitive but like. I think it's more important. It, it's a better indicator if they're interested in bringing it up throughout the conversation all the time and you didn't ask. That says more than you asking about it and them giving a clear answer. That's super, that I think that's a really insightful point. I also, I think that your strategy of peeling back the onions and going deep, it's, it's actually a, a form of game as we were talking about. Like, I think some girls love that. Some girls are like, oh my gosh, you've never, I've never been asked these type of questions, you know? So it's like, it's good. I don't know. I've never done that. You did that do your before. research. <laughs> so, Is that how you felt with me? <laughs> so anyway, but it's, it's an inter. I'm, I'm curious. You mentioned the first dates though. Lauren, are you pro a lot of first dates or against that? Um, I am um, a notorious serial dater, so I really haven't been on that many first dates. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when I would be on a dating app in between serial dating relationships, I was pretty picky on who I actually went on dates with. And again, like especially last time I was single, I was trying to only talk to people in my early stages of like being single that I had like a second connection with in some way yeah. just to be like, okay, like I'm not ready to go on a date with a total stranger yet. And uh, yeah, so I, I think I went on three dates before Jeremy and I went on a date. And then I was really planning on being single for a very long time. Like I had gotten out of a pretty rough relationship and I was like, I'm going to be single, live my LA single life. And um, 20 minutes later, and then Jeremy shared his, fun, his location on find friends. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm in now. <laughs> and that would be weird. Now I have to ask him to unshare it. Can't do that. So here we are two years later. <laughs> okay. So I have a part two question, Jeremy. What's the, what's your favorite first date question to ask? Oh, well, it's been a while now. Um, <laughs> my favorite that, that adds so much pressure to it. Or just one you would recommend people listening to Ooh, write like down to know and take with them. I like to hear about, I'm all about passion. I want to hear what people are interested in that has nothing to do with their job. So, and to me, it's like when you ask someone what is most interesting to you, if they talk about something that's related to their job to a degree, obviously it's great and it's wonderful that they overlap. But to me, it's like, I like someone and I told her this, if you mm -hmm. are the best knitter in the world and you just sit there and just cross knit, whatever it is, but you're passionate about it and can speak to it at length. Did you say I cross fit? Cross knit. Cross Cross, is that even a thing? No, cross, cross of crocheting. Yeah, that too. Or cross stitching. <laughs> See, she knows all these things. Isn't that great? But no, to me, it's like, I love when people are passionate about something because that passion is just attractive to me. All right. So Jeremy, this is not something that I talk about a lot because there's not a lot of people that can relate to it, but I'm curious. So you two, you two have been dating what, for two years? Is that right? Two mm -hmm. years as of a week ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. So Lauren had already been on the internet for seven years. She already had, she was already a huge deal, right? It was kind of a similar situation with me and Sean where Sean, I, 
Sean had this massive career pre me. I never even saw her compete in gymnastics. And obviously she had a pretty good success in doing that. But people like how much did the, how, how much did you try to separate the Lauren that had the, the brand Lord DIY from Lauren who you were pursuing romantically? <laughs> um, that's a good question. It is a good question. I think that I have unfortunately and unfortunately more experience in this specific department, uh, being working in LA around tech that kind of touches entertainment. And so I feel like I quite often see the personality or the persona that someone puts forward because of their career and their job and the, the facade they have to create just to have longevity and the one that they truly are. And mm -hmm. I think some people kind of mix those two up. Lauren is, I, I said this right from the beginning, she is absolutely the best and phenomenal at being able to keep those two separate. Wow. And the real person she is at home is this like genuine, interesting, kind individual that is just showing her talents on the internet, but she's still that same person behind mm. closed doors. And to me, that was kind of what just like sealed the deal of like what I was most interested in. That was First so of nice, all, oh my God. That was very romantic. Hats off to you, Jeremy. I, um, I, I just want to be very clear that this is not the typical dialogue that would happen between the two of us when we're not on a podcast. Well, I, I emailed him before and said, make sure and ask that question. Make sure to make me look really good. Yeah, I'll send you that <laughs> email afterwards. So, but it, it's interesting, right? Cause people ask me like, or, you know, trolls will say, you just married her cause she's famous or whatever. And like, oh yeah. when I sit down, but when I honestly sit back and evaluate, it's like, okay, what part of me was excited by the fact that she had the success? And it's like, I have to admit that to a certain degree, as much as I tried not to let that distract us, because it was like, in my mind, marriage is a huge deal. It's a massive commitment. And like, I want to, I want to marry this girl who I had all these, you know, checklists for beforehand. Right. Like I had, you were a crazy one. No, like but you get my point. Oh, okay. But it was like, it's hard not to let that distract because it's like, oh, we're sitting at a dinner and now people want to take, and it's like that, that mm -hmm. does enter the the evaluation at a certain point. So anyway, I, I wasn't sure if you could relate to that or not. Well, I, I can relate to it. One more thing I'll say to it is that I will say that I've, this isn't the first relationship I've been in or even the person I've dated that has a persona or s someone knows of that individual online before they have any mm. actual relationship yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. And seeing the way that Lauren handles it in particular, mm -hmm. it was a check that I didn't know that I even, that was even something that was attractive to me, but just seeing yeah. the way that she handled it, honestly just made it even more attractive. That's some deep stuff right there. Man. Okay, Lauren, yeah. now your turn. <laughs> going into dating, going into first dates, meeting Jeremy, meeting even other guys that you went on first dates with and the whole dating scene. How did your brand affect how you approach those situations? What, oh my God. What were the boundaries that guys couldn't cross or they could when it came to separating and prioritizing you over your brand? I mean, even if I was just talking to someone that I hadn't met yet to see if like there was the possibility of going on a first date, 
I would try and uh, just say that like I was in marketing or advertising or digital, worked in digital and stuff just to avoid. I mean, it's just like so uncomfortable to be in a position and so vulnerable where a total stranger can go on a deep dive of seven Mm -hmm. years worth of content of my entire life that I've put on the internet. And like, I know their first name and that they live 13 miles away. Mm -hmm. Like that's just such an uneven starting point. So I would try and like I would never connect my Instagram to my dating profile and I would just not beat around the bush I'd say but try and just keep it as vague as possible so that like that conversation could happen in person and I mean I I got really lucky with Jeremy because he's a great middle point of someone who doesn't want to be famous and be in the spotlight and um you know, make content every single day and capture vlogging and stuff like that. And I was, I mean, one of my main check checks for someone uh, when I got back into dating was like, I want to date someone who does not want to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And that was like my number one thing. Cause I just gotten out of a relationship that was just all centered around that. And, um, and, and he was a good middle point of someone who understands what I do, but also isn't going to exploit me for followers or money or um, any kind of like fame gain. What she's saying is I have bad Instagram game. I, um, I, I, I actually worked in We your already neighbor. know. Yeah. It was, it was a pro in my book. Yeah. We already know. Yeah. Going a step further though, were there ever any points in relationships in the beginning, even with Jeremy, when you guys get like a little heavier in, where your brand and that fame that comes with the internet scares you that it could affect your relationship. Oh, I mean, for sure. Like I'm not unaware that I come with a very specific kind of baggage <laughs> like, to go back into the dating world. I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is such an intense thing to put on someone if they've never uh, like if they're not familiar with like a digital content creator, like having so many followers know so many intimate elements of your life is like not something that's very common. And so mm. it's, it's scary to like think about having to like bring someone into my world because you kind of have no choice. Like if you start dating someone, like obviously we were able to do it over time and it was like a slow rollout of introducing Jeremy to my fans. And, like, and having 17 year old kids in Iowa tell me how, ridiculous and stupid and I'll never be as <laughs> good as the last one. Yeah, like, exactly. Thanks, so Jack. It's, it's like a strategic rollout <laughs> to like bring someone into your world, but it, it's kind of something that you don't have that much control over and eventually it just has to happen. Well, and that was my next question is that transition period for you guys where you're not in the thick of your relationship yet. You're not two years mm-hmm. in where you have that confidence and that like infrastructure how did that affect your relationship at the beginning? Having, you know, tens of millions of opinions being thrown at you about what your relationship actually was, what it looked like to all the outsiders. How did you manage to filter that out between each other? Um, so online, the use of literal comment filters, a very good friend of mine, <laughs> nice. muting and filtering out specific keywords um, because people don't like change. You know what I mean? Especially fans that have been with you for so long and have seen other relationships you've been in. They don't, they don't like change. And so it took a while um, for them to eventually accept and love Jeremy. But two years later, here we are and it's finally happening. Um, it didn't go away. It, <laughs> 
Jeremy, um, I thought I you were reaching behind you to, to smoke a pipe real quick, and that would have been epic if you would have just reached <laughs> and then <laughs> it just took a hit real <laughs> Anyway, I, that was a complete distraction. But I think I think for us, again, like Jeremy has like a deep understanding of like what I do. And so there were just it was just it was just something to be conscious about. So if I was vlogging, um you know what, for here's a great example. So the first Christmas that we had spent together. Um, we would have only been dating for like two months. And even though I hung up a stocking that had a J on it, I would take it down every time I'd film a video so that it didn't just like launch people into an investigation of who the J might be mm. because it was so soon after my last breakup. And so it was just always being conscious about um, controlling how much information was going out. Dang, wait, how soon did you put a stocking up after you guys started dating though? <laughs> I mean, dang! Enough, Hold on, we I just kind of glossed over that. Reason, we we had that very like we started like I don't even know if we were officially dating, and like her parents were coming into town from Toronto like <laughs> like three three weeks or so like after we oh met. Oh my god! Yeah, and like three. I was around, and had we had, we wouldn't have gone out of our way obviously for me to meet the parents at that stage, but because they were in town, and there was a holiday a couple months later, if like things like really just like accelerated with the timeline naturally, but yeah. we definitely did things faster than I think I would have anticipated yeah for sure like jeremy offered to meet my parents three weeks into seeing each other not even mm. boyfriend girlfriend at this point mostly because i knew that i'd be completely comfortable with that and that she would be the one that was awkward. honestly i was the most uncomfortable in the room right <laughs> i was gonna say how do you bring up that conversation um i'm very happy to meet your parents if you want me to this guy means business <laughs> I'm, i support it there's no ifs, I mean, ands, or buts. Coming from a relationship like beforehand that had so many levels of commitment issues, this almost freaked me out because it was like mm -hmm. so opposite on like mm. the commitment scale that I was like, oh my God, this is like so much commitment that I don't know what to do with it. Lauren, how much did, uh, how much did Moose's opinion factor into you and Jeremy dating? Um, luckily my dog, I don't think has ever met someone that he doesn't like, okay. but <laughs> Wait, In, um, and there goes the level of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <got it. laughs> so sorry, so sorry. Um, uh, right, Moose hates everyone except for Jeremy, and that was his, and that was the green light for the relationship. And that's the truth. And that's that's Sprint the that. truth, and I swear by it. Jeremy, all right, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the position that you're in, not only um, dating Lauren, but now you guys have a podcast together. You have a full time job. I I did the NFL and the content creator thing simultaneously and it, it felt like there was some tension there of like well A there's a certain number of people who don't know that you even do whatever outside of your job but then I, right right <laughs> but the, then there are some people who are very ignorant to the other one okay that's how you keep it is that how, is that how you do it okay uh, good I think to a degree and it's interesting because I think these are the last years where professional athletes are not, well, I, I think it's already gone. I think we're already seeing the athletes whose brands can run faster, farther, spread way more impact through what they do with their content than mm -hmm. what they do on the field. And obviously vice versa, don't get me wrong. But I think that as the internet continues to kind of fuel this place where who you are is who you are on and off the field, just like I am in my nine to five. To me, it's a bigger conversation that if used the right way, I think is really powerful, but mm -hmm. there's always some, wait, what do you do? What's your show about? 
Huh? Yeah. Uh, there's always that. And you're like, it's butt plug Thursday, obviously. And I'm like, it's yeah, not for I, you. I, just move on. I, I, I wasn't sure if you walked into the office and like your, your bros were like, hey man, listen to that episode about accidental nudes and unsolicited dick pics and <laughs> loved it. It, loved it. it is fun oh though. God. I, you know, I, I enjoy talking to people different than I, and I'm not sure how many people I've interacted with who have sent nudies out. And I'm curious, like, I what is that you, life like? I think many of more them than have, more than you've uh, more than you you think. <laughs> I I don't know how many people I've interacted with who have ad, who have admitted it and owned up yeah. to it. There it is. There it is. There. Well, every <laughs> yeah. person we have on our show from now on, we're gonna be like, okay, first question: Have you sent a nude pic? The the description of this podcast, there, Jeremy, though, is a, a tasteful nude photo. I'm not sure. Is this like a? <laughs> Like a Michelangelo. So I, I, I received a tasteful nude in our first couple months of dating. And <laughs> oh, <no>. it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was a definition of a tasteful nude. It was a post shower Jeremy with um, uh, a vase of flowers in front of the areas uh, that needed to be covered. Okay. All right. What, what <laughs> you, you can paint that picture however you'd like. Well, no, paint it in, I used to do a little more sit-ups uh, and I was more like a, a 210 as opposed to whatever I am now. So yeah, paint that picture. A sloppy 210. That's paint where we're at. <laughs> no, what, that is not, well, is, that is, just, you can't just so say I, stuff like that. Just so I feel better or maybe worse. I'm not sure which is weirder, asking a dude about the nudes or about uh, the girl about the nudes. But I know that you've, you accidentally had some, Nude sent out on Snapchat, Lauren. Um, <laughs> which is weirder, by the way. No, it, it was an accidental nude. It it was. It, you took the picture and sent it. There's only so much accident there. There was <laughs> an accidental post to the public. You sent it Snapchat. to your public. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah right. gotcha. So Wait. I did. I did that by accident. Is there um, any way to like reel that back in, or was that just? Out there for the internet is forever. The internet's forever. So I got tagged in the photo um oh. by one account a and couple times. We keep times. talking about it, so I know it's we gonna, know it's gonna, it's gonna resurface. <laughs> it's gonna resurface hundred percent the more we talk about it. And like I hate that for me. Um but you know what though? I was following like the rules of the nude, I feel like, and I my face wasn't in it. Walk us through the rules of the nude. Yeah, the I'm <laughs> so curious about this, Lauren. Please. I feel like I feel like the number one rule is like no visible uh like tattoos or identifiable markings interesting and at that point i only had she reverse engineers the way that she would stalk <laughs> yes she, so she's that's like, exactly oh, what it is yeah, yeah. that's exactly, exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is i'm like oh i know that person has a birthmark here and a small tattoo here and wears rings that look like this and she wears gold not silver so i know <laughs> wow see see yeah no 100 i would do the no, same like, exact thing now the, Honestly, give a girl a little bit of information. She can find anything on the internet. There was a picture once of some, like, it was a, not a scandal. It was like the controversy drama here in Nashville where, like, someone posted a picture of just their, like, forearm and they were wearing <laughs> bracelets. And where all of Nashville was like, we know who that is. We know who <laughs> that is based off of the bracelets. Why so, this did bring up an interesting question of which is weirder for me to ask about Jeremy's nude or Lauren's nude. Why did you bring that back up? It's just weird period. It's so it's weird <laughs> equally. Yeah. You know, you know what? what? I think in this scenario, they're, they're equally both fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I, I accept what I will say is it's not like we have a podcast. We sit around and, and the, the point of those episodes are not to go, it's okay to send, do it, whatever you'd like. The point is for us and what we, what we are finding interesting is that, uh, social media is a thing. 
everyone has a cell phone in their hand. Mm -hmm. And if you have an iPhone, you have the ability to either make a, uh, these types of decisions and mistakes and to a degree it's not to say that we want to go around and slap you know wrists and say wrong 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 we almost to a degree want to talk about things and normalize the fact that like you have to be able to be uh, safe uh when you're making your mistakes if that makes sense and and padding the amount of risk that you're willing to pad in right i think like the number one thing that we talked about on that episode too with like the unsolicited dick pics and accidental right. nudes was just that like when you make the effort to take the photo and you send it to someone, you are officially out of control of that content. And mm -hmm. so, you know, learn from our mistakes. We're paving the way for others who will hopefully make better decisions than we did. Hey. Except for the tasteful nude. The tasteful nude with the vase. I go, just wish you had saved it. I'm never going to have those abs again. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I think if I looked deep enough in my uh, iCloud, I might be able to find I it. I hope so. Yeah. Sorry. I tangent. love that you guys talk about that though. Way to find the silver lining to, yes. to yeah. the nudie. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. I'm curious. Well, you guys speak pretty openly. So Jeremy, from your side, you mentioned you were engaged. How, how has that affected your approach to, I mean, you guys have been dating two years. I'm not, it's none of my business. I'm not asking about that, but I'm how ready. has that affected this current <laughs> relationship? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it's impacted. I don't think that this relationship could be as much of a success because of what I needed to learn in the last one um, without everything that happened. And I think to a degree, it's one of those things where maybe other people can learn um, by watching other people's experiences, mistakes, uh, things they've achieved. For whatever reason, you got to hit me over the head with it three times. And I think that it's kind of put everything into this this perspective of, uh, even if you love someone and then the right person or they're the right person at that time or whatever, you're young, you're changing. There's so many things that are going on, especially when you live in LA and people have opinions and perspectives on your relationship, true or false, right? It doesn't matter. We all have egos and we're all sensitive people. And <laughs> although I don't really care when someone criticizes me from Kansas about something that doesn't even true, it, I, I see it. It has to be logged in my brain. So to a degree, I learned a lot about what I did and didn't want through my last experience that I think I've packaged in a way that is um, at least healthier for me, which ended up being a good match for her mm. so far. Mm -hmm. Okay, you two. Hard, deep, vague question. Could, could possibly dig up some bones here. I apologize. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. What's the hardest conversation or the hardest argument you guys have had to work through? Um, I wish there was something like deep and juicy that's at the front of my mind right. that I'm like, this is definitely it. But I genuinely, to give you an example, Andrew and I's is my dog. Legitimately. <gasps> no, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like <laughs> we've, that's probably the cause of our number one argument is yes. the fact that like Sean treat, I love dogs, but Sean treats our dog like it's a human. And so there's like, Oh, you you want you want to have the dog sleep outside because it just got skunked? Absolutely not. It's gonna sleep on our bed. And I'm like, freaking yeah. no. Yeah. And it actually results in some big arguments. Yeah. So that's like our big contention point. <laughs> uh, fortunately, yeah. we have a. I mean, she's she definitely treats Moose more like a human than I do. But I will say we're we're pretty much on the same page as far yeah, as I'm concerned. Yeah, for the most part. For the, I I also like I wipe Moose's bum every single day after he goes to the bathroom. You're lying. Um, <laughs> no, Every because time. Jeremy screams if there's something. 
sorry, what was that? It's, it's tailback and it's it's this motion. I have never heard of this. If you go this onto is- my if you go onto my Instagram and go to whatever uh, birthday post I made it for, keep swiping to the right, the last one. It's it's me wiping Moose's bum. Well, because Jeremy doesn't like when Moose is on our bed or on the couch with a dirty bum. And so it's just a compromise that I have taken upon myself that I will take care of the hygiene of the bum. It's not that I dislike the fact that the butt's dirty. It's the fact that he cleans the butt on our white Uh. cloud couch. (laughs) It's the it's the scoot, you know, like the the, the dog yeah. bum scoot. Yeah, I hate yeah. the scoot. <laughs> I hate to, the scoot. To answer, I think the best answer I could think of right now for your question in terms of what uh, it, it kind of gets us going, I am to my own demise. Oh, I can't wait for this. I enjoy playing devil's advocate. Oh, mm-hmm. I I do. I just do, and. It makes me crazy. Call it my Midwest roots. Um, I like to see, and it's not even, and let me be clear, it's not because I'm like some like ever flowing optimist. It's like, no, they probably mean, it's not. But what I will say is that I, when someone has a completely different opinion, politics, religion, socioeconomic, it doesn't matter. To me, I try and get into their head and their perspective and go, okay, they have this, what I think is ridiculous thought on this. Why? And I'll try and present that. And woo, that just has never gone well. (laughs) <laughs> but do you do it in like a vicious way? Like a no, no, no. It's okay. not vicious. But uh, Jeremy and his mother could talk politics. Um, last Christmas, they probably they probably had a four hour one session sit down. Uh, so I I went for a nap. I took a bath. I walked the dog. You know, I I just exit. Like I I love when everyone's in agreement. I love peaceful compromise. And th- I, I'm just not. I, uh, I don't have the energy to debate over things that I know we agree on to begin with. <laughs> so when he wants to take on someone else's opinion just for the sake of the conversation, I'm like, I I need to go do something else. <laughs> mm. I love playing devil's advocate too. Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah. Sometimes he'll be arguing with me and he's like, I'll, I'll just stop him and be like, what are we arguing about? Do you actually think this? He goes, oh, no, no. I just I just wanted to have the conversation. Like, we just wasted an hour. No, but I honestly yes, think yes. that po- it's it's important to play devil's advocate. Otherwise, like, otherwise you're just talking at each other, and it's we'll like there's like no attempt at Getting empathy. in an argument because we're butting heads about something that we started out agreeing on. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, no, How true. did we get here? How did we get here? Okay, I just did, most I just important question. That. What? I just enjoy it. I don't know. It's it'll never go in my favor, but it's something in me that just I don't think I'm ever going to be able to learn my way out of that one. It it beats me, man. You guys are interesting, but you know what? Most important question. Maybe like next time that you have the itch to do that, you and Andrew can connect and Uh, yeah, and and do and find that enjoyment with each other. Yeah, we'll go take a bath. Imagine two devil's advocates together, just like a never-ending conversation. This. We actually don't know what each other thinks about it because we're just throwing out (laughs) hypothetical. Anyway, just pick a side. Just pick a side. (laughs) So, Jeremy, hardest question to be asked today. Oh, no. What do you love the most about Lauren? Um, Tell me all the things. Don't hold back. (laughs) Lauren. Is it my cooking? Mm. Well, uh, that's that's high up there. It's not. (laughs) Uh, No, Lauren has... It sounds uh, too simple, but I'll try to explain to it. Lauren cares deeply about her 
circle, right? Uh, whether that's her family, whether that's her close friends, whether that's her dog or whatever, she will very much put reason aside and into her own demise as long as she's taking care of whatever it is that's close to her. She, she has a lot of, I mean, she will get herself physically sick just thinking about the thought of something happening to someone or something that she loves. And it's moving as someone who's a little bit more like a, yeah, well, life happens. <laughs> um, and I, I think just her level of, of passion and connection with whatever she feels strongly about is, is um, probably one of my favorite attributes. And Lauren, what do you love the most about Jeremy? Is it my cooking? Is it? <laughs> it's it's your cooking, babe. It's your cooking. Um, what's my favorite thing? I feel like like I have like lots of like like there's like a list of things. I'm we trying to think time. like what. <laughs> Jeremy's favorite thing to do before we go to sleep at night. Tell me why you love me. Why do you love me? What's your favorite thing about me? Honestly, it's cute, actually. It, you know what? It's cute the first four times. And then on year two, every night, you're like, oh, my gosh. Nothing like a couple words of affirmation to put me to sleep. <laughs> every night um, before Sean and I go to bed, we always, like, kiss goodnight. And then I roll over, and I just scream out as loud as I can. Okay, slip it die. You slip it die. <laughs> and then the baby and goes, she does not like it. She yeah. does not like yeah. it. We, weird. You know what? I feel like if you just keep doing it, it'll become endearing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh my god. I think I think to answer your question, um it is it's in the way that he loves. I think that we have very similar love languages. Um and I feel like in the past I've one of the biggest things in other relationships that I've always felt underappreciated. And Jeremy does such a, an amazing and like high effort job of going out of his way to show that he loves me and appreciates the things that I do in the ways that he knows that I need to hear it or feel it or see it or, you know, whatever the, um, the path of delivery is. And I think also, and again, this can sometimes also be his demise, but our communication is is so impressive, the way that we're able to work through things in a uh, mature and rational way is something that I've never had in other mm. relationships. And like communication is the base of literally everything, like the good and the bad in relationships. And having a partner that has such strong communication skills is just like so life-changing. Wow. Wow. Kudos, Jeremy. I'll take that. <laughs> hey, I had fun today. I don't know. How, did you have fun? I did. did. Okay. I hope you did. I'm not going to ask in case it's a no, but uh, <laughs> if you want to find out more about Lauren and Jeremy, we'll link their information down below, including Jeremy's Week Sauce Instagram. Uh, also, <laughs> and their Hinge, and their Raya, <laughs> yeah. and their, no, but, and the and Tinder, their and friends, the Bumble. And their <laughs> Uh, Lauren season two of Craftopia that she hosts is, uh, I can't think currently being filmed, but you can watch season one on HBO and check out their wild till nine podcast. We'll link that too. Thank you both so much for the time. It was really fun. And, uh, Thanks for I, having thank us, yeah. guys. It was so much fun. Yeah. You guys are awesome.
All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.